procurement is a demon that walks among us, a predator that ruined families. The Lisk Long Island Serial Killer podcast was shocked when the news broke of Rex Hewerman's arrest. After more than a decade of searching, law enforcement officials had finally pieced together enough evidence to bring formal charges against Rex Hewerman. Initially charged with three murders, Hewerman is now officially charged with all four deaths in the Gilgo 4 case. I'm your host, Chris Moss, and the List podcast will be releasing new episodes with interviews and fresh insight on the case as Rex Hewerman awaits trial in Long Island. While we are relieved by the arrest, the List podcast team will be working hard to share new developments and perspectives as we get them. So please keep your eyes and ears out for new episodes, and if you haven't already, please listen to seasons one and two of Lisk, Long Island Serial Killer, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the I Can't Sleep podcast with Benjamin Boster. If you're tired of sleepless nights, you'll love the I Can't Sleep podcast. I help quiet your mind by reading random articles from across the web to bore you to sleep with my soothing voice. Each episode provides enough interesting content to hold your attention, and then your mind lets you drift off. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. That's I Can't Sleep with Benjamin Boster. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Murder. Some legends are built of horror. And while they may twist into something positive after years and years of retelling, that doesn't change their dark beginnings. On June 8th, 1916, a man was apprehended for his crimes and became a fixture in Latvian folklore, a man who isn't as kind and giving as his legend claims. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Little is known about Ansys Alberts Coppens before his legendary crimes. He was born on November 2nd, 1895 in Jalgava Municipality in Latvia, began serving in the Imperial Russian Army in 1916 when he was 21 years old, and later the Reds Army 9th Latvian Rifleman Regiment before deserting and returning to Latvia in 1919 or 1920. According to the stories, he didn't care for the regulated lifestyle he was required to live in the Latvian army. It was all too monotonous and he was ready for some excitement in his life. So he turned to a life of highway robbery and murder that left him a local legend, the subject of songs, and a figure in folklore that has been passed down from generation to generation. Compared to characters like Zorro, Robin Hood, or Tarzan, Ansys was rumored to attack only the rich and pass down his spoils to the poor and needy. This, of course, has been romanticized, and there is no indications that he gave anything away to those in need. And unlike those fictionalized characters, Ansys has a dark and scary reputation that described him as a merciless monster willing to kill anyone who got in his way, even children. During the day, he was the picture-perfect employee at a Latvian furniture store. But at night, his mask of civility would fall and his reign of terror would continue. 
His very first robbery took place in January of 1920, when he pointed a revolver at a man named Francis Osim and stole about 20 lots. For the next six or so years, Ansys committed at least 30 highway robberies, stopped riders' carts and taking everything inside, living off of that until it ran out, and went hunting once again. It was also during that six-year period that the people's hero committed at least 19 murders. And when he fell in love, he would up his robberies and lavish the women with stolen gifts and money. Like when he started courting 20-year-old Kate Valdemain, a dressmaker in Jalgava. She needed money, so Ansys started robbing trains. He enjoyed the company of women, and the women enjoyed their lavish gifts. So for years, Ansys robbed and killed indiscriminately, and for years, he remained just out of reach from police. That was until they got a tip that there was a man living in Jalgava who seemed to have a sudden influx in cash a man named Ansys Albert Coppins, who, when looked into, police found was a military deserter on the run and matched the description given to the police by his surviving victims. Needing to verify this information, an officer was sent to his home and whatever he found was enough to earn Ansys an arrest on June 8, 1926. In custody, Ansys confessed to almost all of his crimes. He regaled the officers with cold-blooded tales like the time he stopped five carts at once, tethered them together, and made everyone get out. He then lined up all of the riders and robbed them each one by one, shooting and injuring a man who tried to resist. Or the time he, in desperate need of a meal, shot and killed a man in the Skisken forest so he could take his butter and eggs. He lit a fire, fried up the egg, and had breakfast sitting right next to the man he had just murdered. According to his count, the investigator's estimation of 19 victims was far too small. He claimed he took the lives of close to 200 innocent people. While he sat in prison awaiting his trial, Ansys wrote poems and memoirs, even writing the Lithuanian government, explaining that he descended from an ancient tribe of Lithuanian kings, so he should not be tried in Latvia, but in Lithuania. The trial of Ansys Coppins, which began on March 21st, 1927, drew quite a lot of media attention as he was dubbed one of the most infamous killers in Latvian history. He was called the Latvian Tarzan because of his forested hideouts eating wild fruit while he waited for his next victim, and the public went wild with fantastic stories about his crimes and perceived good deeds. The trial lasted two weeks, and after hearing the testimonies of more than 300 witnesses, Ansys was sentenced to death. So, on May 6, 1927, the famous highway robber and murderer approached the gallows and took his last breath. He was just 31 years old. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 9th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe.